You know there are these uh, peculiar faculties of the psyche that it isn't entirely confined to, to space and time. You can have dreams or visions of the future. You can see round corners and such things. Only ignorance deny these, these facts here. It's quite evident that they do exist and have existed always. Hello and welcome to the Self-Consciousness Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Ray. Chronic Gals, Ash and Rye are back on today's crossover episode. You can catch us on video, on Spotify, and on YouTube, or just the pure audio on your favorite platform. We muse and discuss family backgrounds, celebrity culture... And, of course, crystalline light bodies, as you do. So buckle up for a fun ride exploring weird stuff, personal stuff, and all-around fun. Not to mention socks. You gotta catch my socks on the video at the beginning of the show. (laughs) Stay tuned. So happy you're here. Oh, wait, look. (laughs) Yay! so pretty i'm like wow even my cats were excited to see them they were like this is a new smell that's an honor hi guys cuties (laughs) welcome back to our crossover episode so crossover so excited to be back crossover Happy yeah. May. Isn't it Beltane today? What? Oh. It's uh, May 1st today, the day that we're recording, and I, I, which I think is Beltane. I'm not a witch, so I, I don't, I'm not familiar with all, all of the yeah, all, holidays and stuff, but I do know that it is coming up if it's not, I'm pretty sure it's today. I am going to internet it. I'm going to, I'm going to google fi it. It is, yep, yeah, today, beginning of summer. Fast. Which summer? I mean, which Gaelic May- <laughs> <laughs> which summer? <laughs> which summer? Um, it is Beltane is the Gaelic May Day festival. It is held on first of May or about halfway between the spring equinox and summer solstice. Historically, it was widely observed throughout Ireland, Scotland, and Outlander. Just kidding, it doesn't say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> By the way, and I know you guys haven't watched the ne- the current season. I watched the finale I, today. That's all I'm going to say. Oh my gosh. I watched like the first, I don't know, six maybe episodes. Oh, you did? Okay. And I got to the point where it was like, what? <laughs> and then I had caught up and I was like, okay, <laughs> I need to like wait and save the rest because I can't do cliffhangers. So I have, okay, I'm glad that the season finale has happened so I can catch up because you're, you're doing, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) It's not, it's not saying like there's a cliffhanger, like, of course there's a cliffhanger. Right, right. Of course. But yeah, I was like, not happy about the cliffhanger. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I mean, I seen anything yet, that. but I'm like, now that the finale happened, I'm like, okay, now we can I, I can get into it, into it now. It's out there. It's in the ether. So when it's time for it to be like drawn down into your soul. Yeah, totally. 
I do you have do you have um Gaelic ancestry with your beautiful red curls no 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 I have I mean I I well so my father is from Morocco and my mother's family is from Russia but it was Ukraine when they were from Kiev and I and they my so my mother's side had red hair and then my dad's side was uh like they were you know like dark haired but his grandmother had blonde hair um and like blue eyes so you know like maybe viking stuff yeah totally we have we are half or half we we have irish blood Mm -hmm. in us so i'm like yeah mayday belting have you have you been have you visited oh it's on the list for sure i after watching uh scotland after watching outlander i was like i need my soul needs to go to scotland right just like can i come yes let's all go i want to go we'll bring our mom (laughs) well she wants to go too i know that for sure oh yeah (laughs) you have to do that sort of like pilgrimage yeah well we made it to the philippines Mm -hmm. our dad is from the philippines so we made it there like a decade ago now it's been a while and which was amazing we yeah. got to see um, the house where our lola our grandma grew up we got to see the village where our lolo grew up and yeah it was very cool do you have cousins good. and stuff there yeah we do we still yeah. have them um they still own the same properties too it's mm-hmm. all like familial yeah you know land that's another that's got you got to go back then oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Our family's actually really uh, involved in the Philippines. Our cousins um, founded this company, a coffee company out of San Diego called Mostra Coffee, where they get their coffee beans. They work with farmers in the Philippines to get their coffee. Then they bring it, you know, to San Diego and roast it. But it's really cool to have like all of these ties back to that land. And mm-hmm. yeah. And you, you continue come continue from to a, support it. Yeah. Do you, you obviously come from a family of entrepreneurs. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's so- our great, our mom's father, dad, he did like when he was out of the Navy, he had little shops, like a s- s- silk screen shop and like little tchotchke shop. Mm-hmm. And he was a teacher and did a bunch of, bunch of like art stuff. And yeah. so, yeah. And then our Lola, our grandfather was a dentist out of the Navy mm-hmm. and like also did a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, we've been, we're entrepreneurial ancestrally linked (laughs) (laughs) and to like circle it all back we found a family document from the philippines that showed that our family used to grow hemp and they were like very prolific hemp growers in the 1800s it was the 19th century i think it was the 1850s that the letter was written or something like that but yeah so that was a really fun thing to find (laughs) holy shit is there yeah. a, did you find like a name, like, was there a name associated with, I'm, cause I'm like, okay, so when you start your cafe and when you do that, like you have to honor that, oh, like, yeah. you don't have right. to do anything, yeah. but like, you know, like somehow that document, you know. I would love that. I don't remember. I know that there are names and stuff on it. It's like a, I don't know if it's a land deed or it's some like sort of that. business document. So there's gotta be info, info on there, but. I love old documents. <laughs> it's so weird. I know it's so interesting yeah. it's just like the way people wrote yeah. you know it was just so pretty and yeah, or like mm-hmm. typed slash yeah. illegible yeah I know. 
it's just hard to read cursive so like yeah he's up on the flowery like let's just communicate or it gets really scratchy and you just have like (laughs) barely little indentations for letters and you're like you know, know what that in a in a way that's like an entire area of our culture and history that has just completely disappeared, like penmanship. Totally. <laughs> you know? This oh is like God. you would be embarrassed maybe for not having like good penmanship back in the day because there is a you know that was the technology. <laughs> well, it's almost become like an art form now. You that's know, like, like calligraphy. calligraphy. Oh yeah. And you'll see TikToks or reels or whatever of, of people just writing names or writing words so in true. beautiful ink. You know, I'll, I'm that person that sits there and watches and I'm like, I, look at the sparkles. This is another reason why I can't be on TikTok. <laughs> I've never, I've never been on TikTok. Don't I, start. I know it. Yeah. It's going to be a, it's a bad idea. It's a bad it's idea. It's like, if you, I mean, if you can set boundaries about around it, it's can be very fun and like informational and, but you can also like eat your soul. Mm-hmm. But I, I did a little experiment. <laughs> the duality of it all. Yeah. Oh God. I know. Can you handle both the vortex spinning out and a vortex spinning in? Like I, I kind of stopped myself and I was like, oh, let me, let me be a good consumer and look at my, the top, like the apps that I'm spending the most time on. And I was like, okay, the apps that I'm spending the most time on are the ones I have timers on. Like I literally just oh. bust through the timer. I was like, interesting, not working. Not working. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm like so scientific about it. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just observe myself. I'm going to set a timer on my phone for one minute. And I want to see how, like, how influenced I get or, or what I do. Like, let me track kind of what, what my eyes like dart to. So, so I sort of did it. And I like, first thing I did was like, go to CNN, like long, there long enough to kind of like, you know, catch a story or whatever. And also like noticing that I'm feeling nervous. Cause I'm like, I only have a minute. And then I was <laughs> like, okay. And then I went right to Instagram, which is one of the ones that I have a timer mm-hmm. on that I don't, that I totally just... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And like, I saw like, I saw a movie trailer that I had seen four times already, but this time around it felt different. And it was like, I, you know, and then I lost consciousness somewhere around 40 seconds in where I was like zombified. And I was like, okay, turns out one minute is really long. And there's so much information coming at you that like, this isn't normal. <laughs> like I say this all the time, but I was like, Wow. So I took the timers off because I was like, obviously these are doing no fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's crazy. They're training us to be like attention deficient. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like even with the TikToks and like the videos that need to be six seconds or seven seconds long or whatever. And you just scroll, especially when you get tired of what somebody's saying, if it's a long video, then you just scroll by that. And yeah, it's really just reinforcing short attention attention spans. And I find find that I can't read a book. Like I have to like, just take a book a page at a time or I read the same thing over and over before I'm actually like comprehending. Yeah. And I'm like that anyway. So like, I don't need any more uh, help just not having that focus. Right. (laughs) Exactly. I bypass all my timers too. I'm like, you know what? whatever yeah timer now timer later whatever who cares? <laughs> or you like challenge yourself you're like I can do one minute and then and then you like get disappointed in yourself when you just go right to extend to 15 minutes you know you're like yeah exactly 
I can't. Yeah. Just extending this shame spiral. What we've been doing is, so my partner and I go out to the car to smoke our weed. And during that time is like our TikTok time. So we'll <laughs> together like scroll TikTok and like laugh and watch the stupid shit and like spend that time together where we would be also spending time together. But we're like, okay, this is, we're just going to be sitting, be mindless anyway. Let's just scroll TikTok and like laugh at the same videos and have a fun. And you're doing it together. Like you're doing it in relationship. I feel like it's yeah. sometimes if my kids are on a website and I'm like worrying that they're just like on a screen too long, I, when I have the energy, I'm like, yeah. Hey guys, what are you watching? Let's watch it together. So it's like interactive a little. Let's have a conversation about it. Yeah, totally. Healthy media uses. Well, I wanted you guys to talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you've been into lately. Oh God. (laughs) Ashley's into weirder stuff than I am. Why don't you start? (laughs) I was actually thinking on the way over here, I was like, you know, the three hour time difference is so vast because my experience of this moment in time is like just waking up. I made mm-hmm. coffee. I made a breakfast sandwich. I'm like driving. This is my first activity. And then thinking about what you're doing on the East coast at one o'clock, I'm like, she's had a day. <laughs> she's like, her day could be over by now, you know? So you I was know. just thinking about like, wow, what, I mean, what is she doing right now? Having it's a clearing. So true. <laughs> I know, right? Like it's it's so true. There's you're in a different. Um, it's like I don't even want to say state of mind because I feel like that's sort of old language. Like it's mm-hmm. not the new world language, and it's kind of like you're you're totally in a different phase, state, and yeah. Like you guys are definitely more fresh. I'm definitely more like yeah, <laughs> <ready> for a nap, <laughs> pretty much. Ma- okay, we were talking about montage. Oh yeah. So wait. But um, no, I think. No, I'm just uh, okay. Oh, okay. our trauma so, soup. Yeah. <laughs> trauma, trauma healing soup. Uh, aliens. Dream uh, school. Dream school. I feel Flying like there's something else. Oh boy. Yeah. Speaking or, of montage, I love a fashion montage. <laughs> It's like automatically my favorite movie. If there's like a, like a, sh- we need to go shopping and like <laughs> try on a bunch bow, of outfits. Bow, bow, the do- yeah. The ma- like the do over, the makeover. The makeover. Yeah. yeah. The makeover. Yeah. yeah. So my good. favorite one in particular is in Xanadu when they're making over um, the old guy whose name I've totally Gene. forgotten, Gene Kelly. Um, but yeah, so they're like redoing his little outfit for the opening of Xanadu. And they have like, there's like a whole like 80s, like, it's so good. Everybody's on roller skates. It's so good. And they have like glitter highlight. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I love a montage. Like, what does it say about us that we love a montage? Is it that we're like, we're just so impatient? Was this the precursor to low attention span? Like, we just, to like can't finish anything I mean I know like I I was I think one of the things that made me feel so nostalgic with that episode where I was talking about like montage and stuff is I got a tape record like a tape player that's gonna convert to but it's really a crappy one and but I was like okay and then I forgot I'm like oh I know in the beginning of this tape and it was like rewind me (laughs) and then play 
nope rewind <laughs> I was like how did we deal with this and I used to like with songs I'd just be like oh I don't like this song <laughs> just like now we That's just so cool we just bounce around yeah I found yeah, some I old recordings from high school I mean I was I was the person who always had like a tape recorder and was like say hi or had like a video camera because I thought I was like Winona Ryder from Reality Bites I was like obsessed with that movie <laughs> I love that yeah that's so great montage I feel like there is yeah. a song from like some like maybe it was uh one of those animated shows it was like America fuck yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna do a montage yeah, yeah. totally yeah, yeah. <laughs> team America world's police yeah there you yes. go there we go yeah, I feel like Ashleen and I were <laughs> after like a mixtape, like a physical mixtape, mm-hmm. but we were like a li- the LimeWire Napster generation yeah. where That's we, right. I mean, I feel like I just downloaded the weirdest so shit on much- LimeWire, yeah. but <laughs> I can't even imagine going into what my iTunes looked like from like, what, 15 years ago? Oh my gosh. I remember being in college and being so proud that I had like 70,000 songs in my iTunes. And then I would like meet these other people in college and be like, well, I have this many gigabytes of songs. And I'm like, okay. Way to make me feel less than. Like, I love my music collection. Fuck you. Wait, do you still have your iTunes? Do you still use iTunes? I know we're doing like product placement. No, no, I don't. No, so. I don't use iTunes. I think I like have a backup of my music on some external hard drive somewhere. Oh, okay, okay. Do and I think we still have a lot of CDs, or did those get finally get? No, the CDs in the black case are still alive and well. So one of those this black case. yes that yes that. One yeah. of those big black CD cases <laughs> that you shove under the front seat. And you're like, I saved so yeah. much space without the right. plastic. <laughs> yeah. But and I then you have the to covers. store the plastic. <laughs> yeah, you store the pl- cover. I still have, I think, in a closet. Oh, good. Empty can, CD jewel cases. We can marry them. Jewel one day. Yeah. Marry it. <laughs> Wait, so why why were you saying she was weird? Did you have or like more weird? Did you have something in in like particular that you were? Oh, oh, Ashley just is uh like the dream schools and the energy fun. I'm like rainbow yeah, lasagna, nose deep in mysticism and esoteric shit right now. And I, I guess I have been since 2020, but it's really fun. What's what is the most interesting thing that you're kind of discovering? nowadays like right like not right this minute right now yeah right now <laughs> I know <Yeah>. just then <laughs> <laughs> well so I've been taking this class called flying rainbow lasagna and it's a it was put together by this woman who is a walk-in and her like galactic self like developed this higher dimensional shape called a flying rainbow lasagna in order to traverse the dimensions in order to enter her body and now she uses it for like manifestation and just kind of it's 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 like you know how the world just has like rules like geometric rules in in the universe it's like that kind of those kind of set rules where it's just the fractal of it is true no matter where you use it yeah um so it's that whole class like she starts by explaining what a chakra is and how the chakras 
uh, correspond to the rainbow, which the rainbow, you know, color yeah. is just frequency. So then you begin to understand energy as frequency, but you can interpret it through color. And then she also shows like the physical shape of how the energy is moving. Mm. So she shows what a chakra shape looks like. And it's not just a spinning wheel. It's this yeah. like shape that has four lobes, but you have two chakras. It's very, I, I cannot go into it quickly yeah. <laughs> and briefly, but um, it's really, it's so it's really cool. It's getting down to like very much the, like the bricks of how energy is building this reality I find myself in. Yeah. And so now I'm beginning to understand the realm in a whole different way and understanding like this is a realm of many realms and it's tying together all of these different pieces from so many different wisdoms that I've like tripped yeah. through for, I don't know, last 15 years or so, <laughs> or my whole life really. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I mean, I can, it's, it's been very interesting. I, I can go in like, deeper. I don't even know like where to go. I know. That's yeah. I feel like so much energy stuff is ch like changing. Have you ever heard of Sandra Walter? Um, mm -mm. she does this stuff. Someone turned me on to her and her stuff. I saw a video. I'd been following her for a little bit and she's very much into like sort of divine DNA and like activating it and, and the energy body and, and just kind of like photonic light and the way our yeah. energy bodies are actually changing right now. And one of the things that she said that I thought was interesting, I'm still sort of like, I'm not super sure about what I heard. Uh, mm -hmm. but she said that we are, uh, like we're definite, we're like, I don't want to say light body or some kind of energy body is like developing right now. There's like new plasma happening. She's like, and our skin is like turning into this weird, thing and there's new organs that are kind of like we we won't be able to see them yet but they're starting to like form and she mm -hmm. said if you've not considered a world without shadow you should start thinking about it because she's like in our lifetimes you know with the new Gaia and and the new sort of energy it's like it's happening so much quicker like you said and you won't have to worry about your shadows like you won't have to worry about duality because there really will only be that that light body and sort of I'm completely butchering what she said, but I was, That's so I was cool. just like, wow. I'm like, I don't know that I'm, she's like, you know, like things are crystallizing, like the plasma yeah. starting to crystallize. I mean, I did, I did a thing once when I was like in part of the Qigong that I do, like I build a protection around my heart. Some days I don't see anything and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like, <laughs> not. I'm like, it's, I'm not online really. And then, but one day I, I saw, and it was, it felt iridescent, I guess, in a way, like almost like, you know, when you see a bubble and you can kind of see the rainbows as it's like shifting and stuff, mm -hmm. it was kind of like that. And then, but then I saw, saw it was starting to form crystal, like a crystalline structure. Cool. And I was like, whoa, I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. But then when she said that, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah. maybe this is what's happening, but it was, I love that. yeah, yeah. But I never saw it again. <laughs> That's like, so cool. I'm going to pretend that I see it. But, um, yeah, it'll come back. It's there. Back. It's there. Right. Now, now you're just trying too hard. I know. <laughs> yeah. I think it was Jessa Reed that um, was saying that our skin is getting sparkly or because like we're getting crystalline or something. And really? the day I was listening, I think I was like at the grocery store or whatever, listening to Jessa Reed. And I was like looking at my skin <laughs> in the sun. 
I was like, oh my You're fucking like, am goodness. I, am I I'm Cohen? sparkly. I look like a freaking Ed Cool. Yeah, no, I, I was like, I don't know. I don't, did not put lotion on. So is this, this is either just like ash or like sparkle, but I'm going to call it sparkle. Yeah. But like, that. look at your skin in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like, our, I really do believe our light bodies are coming on. Me too. That's like- well, one thing that we, that we were learning in Flying Rainbow Lasagna, so she's explaining how, like, carbon is a disorganized molecule, but when you apply some pressure to it, it becomes graphite, which is slightly more organized. Mm. We're like graphite right now. When you apply pressure, more pressure to the carbon or to the graphite, you end up eventually with diamond, which is the most perfect crystalline structure that we know I mean it's the it's unbreakable right it's like it cuts glass and all that stuff yeah so that's like what's happening to us is we're going through all of this pressure as we're developing this light body and having yeah. uh your diamond body come online so cool. right <laughs> diamond body right <laughs> so cool Jesus that's so exciting like, we are so cool we're so we cool, are so cool. <laughs> we're so cool (laughs) you are so cool and I'm so excited and I wanna I really I'm like I'm so looking forward to this cafe (laughs) I mean like I'm already (laughs) acting like you've got the blueprints and you're already like in development but like I I just whatever you guys make like I'm I'm just so excited to yeah, I, I just want to be there. <laughs> like I just I love want it. to come over and yeah. It's just so funny that you say that also because this morning I was like making my coffee and I like made extra. So I put it in the carafe and like in my head made a joke like, haha, fresh pot, you know, like there's a fresh pot of coffee. But then I was like, oh, what a cute name for a cafe. Fresh pot. Fresh pot. So fresh pot cafe. So oh I was like, fuck, God. I'm going to put that in my back pocket for yeah. my future cafe that's so, so and then you brought cute. it up and so nobody steal that I yeah. come yeah. after you it's trademarked already by the time yeah. you hear this it will be trademarked it, it, don't yeah. even try it don't even try we're protecting so. it with a witchy spell and exactly. something bad will happen just exactly oh <laughs> me, like speaking this bullshit into existence or just give me money yeah. <laughs> just go yeah just uh yeah just write me a the check fun. and i'll yeah. be fine the, i know yeah oh my god so that's so funny that you brought that up and i was also listening to your care bears episode so oh. we were really just like in tune this morning <laughs> oh that makes me so happy yeah i mean like i think i've heard some a like, couple other friends talk about like this sort of next phase like okay we understand like we're we're seriously and, and i'm i've said this a million times i feel like in the last week but like life comes from shit like literally manure (laughs) fertilizer so it's like we we're gonna be springing life and I feel really good about it Mm -hmm. just even as dark and low as shit can get because I feel like we're we are being buoyed in uh, a better field and that I feel like light workers or grid workers or whoever you want to call it star seeds in the last 15, 20 years have been building. And I feel like we're able to kind of like chill out up here, not like up here and we're better than everybody, but like, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of like have our arms around it and we're like, Oh, this is, I don't have to really go all the way down there anymore because I, 
I know it's tourist well. season for you. <laughs> Let's just hang out here. We just got rid of, we just like went through one hell of an airy season. We were talking about this before we And you're a tourist, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my birthday is in a couple weeks. Oh, it is Thank in you. a couple weeks. Yay. Yeah. But like airy season feels really good because sometimes the sun comes out and it's spring and the fire is lit. But then by the end of airy season, you're fucking exhausted. You beat a bunch of people up. You <laughs> burnt everything down. Exactly. Like <clears throat> by the end of airy season, you just want to sit and like chill. Yeah. And so tourist season is here to like surrender and eat all the food and get re-energized for yeah. the fucking craziness that is Gemini season, you know? Is that you? That's me. Yeah. <laughs> I am Gemini. Yeah, I'm so. like a triple, I'm a Gemini sun, oh. Gemini rising and well Pisces moon so I'm all about like yeah I'm like the most sensitive wobbly (laughs) like non-solid I love it yeah it's crazy but yeah like happy but yeah just chill and like let's just we have done so much work the last fucking two three five 15 years mm-hmm. so yeah before we get into this next chapter of crazy because we all know it, 2022 has just begun you know <laughs> so yeah. it's like let's sit on our laurels you know yeah. let's sit and chill and be chill. in your like, own little hang out in the infinity pool of bliss exactly <laughs> oh, can, can we have one of those chill. in your cafe yes <laughs> yes oh my god yes in the the bali experience yeah there you go <laughs> Oh my God. And the like, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like a, a labyrinth. <laughs> I'm like, can you? I love how I'm making all these special requests just for myself. I'm like, so when you, <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm I down know. for a labyrinth. A labyrinth is like, mm-hmm. and I've, I had a vision once of a labyrinth that was like almost like a white, sort of like alabastery type of like huge crystalline temple. And Nitty. I was like, whoa. And it was right near the ocean. And it was like this section that was kind of like overlooking the ocean, but it was like completely carved out and created. And it was like this flat area where people went to, I guess, like meditate. And there was a labyrinth, but there was, it was like dug, it was like grooves. So the labyrinth was like, your feet would be down here, Mm. but there was warm water in the groove. So you were like, but just up to your like calf. And it's funny because, uh, Alan, my husband and I went to, I know, like we went to a spa a couple of years ago and they had something similar. I was like, oh, I've been here. That's so cool. I love that. Right. Like like, a labyrinth. Epsom salt. And so you get your. And you walk and it's like just warm water and it's not that it's just for your feet and maybe up to like your mid calf and you're just walking the labyrinth in the water. Wow. yeah, yes, don't that. steal that either. Every I'm just <laughs> yeah. steal it, create it, invite me, I'll come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That sounds so nice. Then you could like, wow. I'm just like, I feel like with that, we could probably like energize some type of thing. You know, like yeah. we in the water could yeah. conduct enough energy exactly. to be able to like lift off, <laughs> like bring yeah. Atlantis back up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, we are shit. all we're all chanting and walking at the same pace. <laughs> or we build a new Atlantis. I know, right? Yes. We build the new Atlantis. Yes. Yeah. Gardens and hanging plants and fruit trees and yeah. I'm so <laughs> here for that. I know. I'm so here for that. I I feel like everything I've been reading in astrology, 
at least personally, but even like when I read it for everybody, it's, it's all like, take a rest. I'm like, I don't know how much more rest I can have <laughs> because like, I feel like everything is like, just relax. This is the time for your, like, you know, your, your, your safety bear or whatever. I mean, like your, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, this is a time for like your weighted blankets and yeah, like, yeah. You know, getting cozy and just relaxing and taking. And I'm like, I don't, okay. So like, when am I supposed to do apparently 2023 is when I'm supposed to wake up and like actually <laughs> get off my ass and do something. But yeah, I don't know. Have you noticed anything like that? Yeah. Yes. I'm all here I, for the rest though. Me too. All I want to do is be horizontal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, is that because you think like we're molting? Like, is that? I think that's part of it. And I know just like yeah. on a more shallow level, Aries season was really, really busy for me. So I knew that all of that was going to catch up with, with me and I was oh. going to have to take a break, which is why like we very intentionally closed out the books for the end of April. I mean, that's nine okay. days. That's a long it time, really nice. but I, I mean, and yeah, it was great. And we were, I was able to get some stuff done, hang out with the family, but really just like chill. Yeah. yeah. So it was definitely needed. That's so good. I also feel like collectively we are hyper healing. Like we keep, everybody's talking about healing and trauma healing mm, and totally. like the media like the TV shows that we're all watching and we're healing, like Russian doll is like all about her healing and her remothering yeah. and her re-grandmothering, you know, and it's yes. just like oh, all of this yeah. stuff. And so like, I don't, can't, I haven't found any form of media where I can just zone out where I don't immediately think, oh fuck, this was a life that somebody lived that they're healing through art yeah. and I'm viewing this and I now I'm healing through this. So it's like, my psyche is so tired of swimming in the soup but it's like we gotta swim in the soup to heal the fucking soup but that's why I'm like you know everything out here is he is like doing a lot and so yeah. if this my inner self can just like sit down which is really really hard then I can it'll be okay <laughs> you were just doing your um what's it called my little tourist field, field. <laughs> I know because that's and that's really what's so important right now is like strengthening that field and mm -hmm. and just like you know rooting down in and and yeah but you're right it's just it's like this whole weird crusty world out there like mm -hmm. it's so crusty and it's all like the crust is falling and it's falling in huge chunks too. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, like a sunburn oh that God. you're like peeling off. Exactly. And so it's like the new crystalline skin underneath has to come, but yeah. we also have to like slough off a lot of the biggest organ on our body, you know? So it's <laughs> Lufa like that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so Taurus season, season is the balm. Yes. It's like the, the, the fancy <laughs> lotion that you spent a hundred dollars an ounce on because yeah. you just want to feel yeah. that way and sometimes your like diamond skin deserves it you know <laughs> I love it oh my god I, I love corn season I just <laughs> bought um this is so random but like I saw this I think it was on HBO like I feel pretty or something about being pretty and it's about how there's all these toxic chemicals and like mm. asbestos and makeup and talc so of course I like went to my daughter's like makeup set and I was like by the way, I like rated her makeup today. I was like, I need to like do this stuff. I need something for my eyes. I'm like, Ooh, I have a 13 year old daughter. I'm just gonna go like raid her like medicine cabinet. 
Um, and she totally had great products. I was like, <laughs> but, yeah, like she's the, the beauty YouTuber. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not allowed. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. No, my kids are like, I don't even want Instagram now because I've oh, like, I have forbidden it. I'm a psycho when it comes to that stuff. But, but she, um, so all of her eyeshadow and stuff, like, of course had like talc in it. So I went and found like a recommended brand and, and this particular brand, ugh, and I, I guess, I don't know what the brand is. I'll whatever. I'm not fucking, no one's paying me. I'm not, I don't need to like go into it and like sell it. <laughs> But it has like rose quartz in it. Like it has like ground up like rose quartz in it. I was like, yes. Cool. That's that's cute. Yeah. I like that. I don't know if that stuff's like bullshit or, I mean, I always think it's like usually bullshit somewhat, but it's probably cute. And as long as it's not asbestos. Well, and it's cool that you're doing the research to find a brand that you love, that you'd love to support. And then you can teach your daughter that, oh, maybe we can like vote with our money in other ways and choose things that like, if we want to see these products in the market, let's support them by buying them, you know, instead of buying the talc filled, you know? Yeah. It's, and I realized it's, um, it's not asbestos. It's ours. I want to say arsenic or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah, it's such a yeah, yeah. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, there's don't, a lot don't of follow stuff. me for this kind of like news. I'm not a news source. <laughs> like just disclaimer. Don't disclaimer. we're not news sources. <laughs> not news source. Just Google by it. But um, so what do you guys think about this whole like Elon Musk Twitter thing? I almost don't want to <laughs> give it any like air because I'm like, oh come on. Man. The only thing I'll say, which I haven't read literally anything about it, yeah, I'll other than it. the 43 billion dollars or whatever. <laughs> the only thing I will say. <clears throat> is that he should have saved homelessness. Yep. So, <laughs> so were you, though, someone, um, I, I did see someone post something that like, you know, everyone was like, why, you know, you could solve world hunger. And he's like, send me a breakdown. I don't know if you guys were the ones who was, someone mentioned it and they were like- I saw this too. And they I don't sent know, him I don't a breakdown. I, yeah. Oh, they, oh good. And he they said did him, not he didn't respond. Do it. He didn't do he it. He went and bought Twitter. Robot. Right. Like, that's what he did. He just went. And but you know, Twitter. the crazy thing about his kind of wealth is that he can do both. Like, why yeah. isn't he doing both? Yeah. If you want to like do your whatever midlife crisis Twitter buy, yeah. you could also like save homelessness or like rent, yeah, I don't know pay why for student loans or, or yeah. <coughs> put electricity, oh, yeah. new electricity, underground electricity in the entire country. You know, like yeah. my partner told me this the other day. We, America is one of the only countries in the entire world with above ground power lines. Did you know that? Did you know that in Europe, no. it's like all underground in Asia, like it's all underground. Why? But ours is all above ground where during random freak April blizzards, attacked. the trees can fall and take down power lines, you know, like, I know it's so stupid. But we like, let's think- pull ourselves up by our bootstraps so we can buy Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but just make us the people who have no power, no like actual like power. Yeah, pay for everything while it's fucking fucktard is excuse my language. Don't. Buying fucking Twitter, like I yeah. don't it's give like a, a woman forty three billion dollars and yeah. see what happens. Let's see what right. happens. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah, like Jeff but, Bezos' wife, how like she took that money and was like, yeah, I'm donating this to like universities and colleges that need it that yeah. you know, actually will 
Oh, it pains yeah. me to think about that kind of thing. And, you know, like even just the idea of like higher education and, and the fact that in this country, it's such a monetary thing. And I think that that's spreading around. I know that you used to be able to go to college for, you didn't have to pay for any of this stuff, like in Europe yeah. or France, but it's like, now it's, it's different. Everything, everything is like, oh, I, I, yeah. I mean, it, uh, blah. I, know. <laughs> totally I feel that. like when I was in college, I had the revelation of if every billionaire, if everyone, everyone in the 1% or whatever, just sponsored like 10 kids, mm-hmm. yeah. we would have like no student loan debt. Right. And oh, like if fucking there's just no Joe Biden wants to send more billions of dollars to whatever the fuck's going on elsewhere. Business why? interests over people exactly yeah what what thanks guy thanks for helping your people out (laughs) right it's silly i i think um it's funny because i i i recorded this video um right before covid in february not a very good psychic it wasn't about that i was like this is the most important issue facing the world today like that's like literally (laughs) the name of the video but it was about (laughs) it's like uh but i'm leaving it because i'm like that's pretty funny um i I I love it you know i like that but the thing is it's like i've been thinking about that video a lot lately and it's basically the biggest problem facing humanity was like uh idolatry you know, this idea that a leader is going to save us, this idea that mm-hmm. like a celebrity is worth putting our focus on, like this idea that the CEO or. Can you know, I just these- say yeah. that absolutely <coughs> ties in with what happened with COVID. I was gonna- idolatry. I Not think, only yes, like, I, I mean, seeing COVID, <laughs> <you're right>. <laughs> like seeing COVID as its own entity to fear, looking up to the scientists who w- were fed possibly fed misinformation so that they weren't even they couldn't they were at a disadvantage and couldn't even you know uh advise their patients correctly like nobody talked about how to like all of the idolatry that was exposed during this whole thing and then even like once the first wave was over and then the black lives matter things were coming out all of like the antifa stuff and see it like everybody so you were right you're right you're right it is it is the most important thing. Like yeah. what? That is like the zoomed out version. It was such of, a zoomed out um, version of it. Yeah. You know, you know how like they'll put things on the news to distract from something else that's actually going on. Yep. I mean, it's that it's that mm-hmm. kind of a situation. Yeah. You know? Did yeah, you guys know that the Jelaine trial is going on? But everybody's talking about the Amber Heard and Johnny oh, yeah. Depp the trial. what trial is going oh, on? It's Jelaine happening Maxwell right now. Is happening oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Currently, yeah. And why isn't that public? Right, because like, everybody's paying attention to what Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's toxic ass relationship. So I know annoying. way more about their relationship Sexually. than I ever <laughs> wanted to know. And I and I didn't even watch very much of it. I saw like one or two clips. And I'm like, first, my, th- my first thought is, honestly, is like, these poor people yeah they you know celebrities whatever but it's like they don't deserve like any any other human being who had to go through that experience it's like okay they're rich and they don't ever have to like worry about money or anything like that but they're always worrying about not being on top and that makes it almost even worse and I also believe that when you're a celebrity or when you're that high profile you uh especially if you're a sensitive person and a lot of them are if you're an actress or an actor you are putting you're channeling I mean Mm -hmm. like we all Mm -hmm. know that so it's like you're obviously very sensitive 
you can feel the sort of cording that people are just like getting it, like just, you know, sucking you dry. And it's, it's like, no wonder there's so much, so many drugs. And, and this is also why I always say like, kids should not be in movies or TV. Kids should not be acting. They shouldn't be performing on a huge scale like that. It is so bad for kids. And I think I may have, I don't know where I talked about this, but it's like, they're like on that energetic level, we're consuming their energy as well. And mm-hmm. these are the same people consuming their energy that are like, you know, these are Satanists who are sacrificing mm-hmm. our children. So it's mm-hmm. like- I mean, a lot of movies are- they're putting children in compromising situations. I, re- I don't remember what the movie is called, but I remember specifically when this Nicole Kidman movie came out and like, I don't know, probably around 2000-ish, where she was in a bathtub naked with a young boy who was like eight. And I think the, the storyline of the movie was that the boy said that he was her husband, like reincarnated into the boy that, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And there's like all of this hullabaloo about Nicole Kidman naked, naked in a tub with a boy. That's so weird. And I mean, it honestly just got worse from there. I mean, like yeah. the Netflix, they had that whole scandal Cutie. about the, the Cuties documentary, oh, yeah. docu-series or whatever. Yeah. But, and then like the modeling industry yeah. and how toxic that is for young girls and how like that has been so awful. And like, why I think there had since the nineties or has, or since like the 2010s, there's been a, a sharp, like we do not hire underage people anymore within the fashion industry but I remember I went to this like neighborhood modeling school thing it was not cool but anyway (laughs) it was fine it was like a bunch of old models that were telling kids how to model it wasn't like a front for like trafficking (sighs) I don't I I mean it could have been I have I don't know I didn't I was not my experience (laughs) okay good but the I don't think so one of the teachers was Siberian and she was tall and gorgeous but very just like Siberian you know so very straightforward (laughs) and she was like never as underage people never go to anything without your guardian yeah never go anywhere she was like very much like if you are underage and doing this always have your guardian with you no matter where you go what you do make sure they are always watching because she would she didn't tell us any horror stories but she's like I've seen things that are not good so it's like from my I was like 17 so I was young and so like seeing that and being like oh my god and then yeah yeah hearing all of these crazy stories of Mm -hmm. like the me too movement happened shortly after that Mm -hmm. experience that I had so it was just like oh my god like what even happens you know people's energy like their souls are being devoured like it sounds so creepy satan and like that kind of devil thing but it's like their their energy is is being devoured and it's Mm -hmm. being used for other things and it's like yeah that's their life force energy Mm -hmm. and i was um watching the Andy Kaufman, Jim Carrey documentary on Netflix, where Jim Carrey did Andy Kaufman in the 90s as Jim Carrey's career was like escalating. And Jim Carrey lost himself to Andy Andy Kaufman and the other guy that he played that I don't remember with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But he like totally lost himself. Yeah. Yeah. And he would, he was like inappropriate. He would pick fights on set 
and was just really ornery and was just like, this is what Andy Kaufman did. And he, he even admitted that Andy Kaufman came into his body and was like, took over for the I time. Loved, yeah. I love that part of that movie. I was I like, was like, duh, everybody, duh. I know. <laughs> like, I know. Why is it so hard to believe? Exactly. Like, it's, yeah. And Jim Carrey is just the perfect example yeah. of that too where he got lost I was thinking yeah I was literally thinking of that example yeah I was saying that because yeah it's like you're tormented Mm -hmm. I think you you can be very tormented I mean like look at Heath Ledger everyone says like certain roles can like torment you or Mm -hmm. you know Robin uh, Williams you know yeah yeah absolutely I mean it's you know like there's there's also a side of me that's like whatever stop complaining you get paid to play pretend like playing pretend is what you do for a living like anyone would love that job you know like anyone who was a child who played pretend like would love that but are we not all just playing pretend I, anyway? we are. Oh, yeah. no like Absolutely. what even is real i feel like starting a business is playing fucking oh pretend God, yeah we, what do you do i don't know let's just google it yeah that's literally the storyline you know and so we're all just playing pretend higher level anybody. Oh, what well, do you know what you're doing? No. Okay, cool. We're just going to figure logically yeah. paper goes in, paper goes out. I don't know. Yeah. And that's how, you know, <laughs> yeah. and that's just how the world works. And so everything, if everything's fake, then we have the opportunity to like get whatever the fuck we want. We are the man behind the curtain. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are we? We are. We I are. Like I, sorry, I'm like so so just like I'm like I feel like I'm wearing like an '80s workout outfit. Like this, is it kind of does look like that. <laughs> I just need a headband. Yeah. Oh wait, let me get one. <laughs> I get physical, physical. Oh, it. <laughs> physical. oh, so stupid. I was like, I want to demonstrate. My husband always has these like headbands when he works out. Because his hair is like spiky. Yeah. And like he also has amazing hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, thank you. I was very used to like people being like, oh my God, your hair. Like since I was a kid and I was like, even as a kid, I'd be like, no, talk to me. Because it was just, I didn't want people to focus on me. So it was like, mm-hmm. it was a little annoying, but I, I got, of course you get used to things like that. And then when I, when I married him, like everyone would be like, oh my God, I love your hair. And I'd be like, thank you. Oh, <laughs> it's not me anymore that was not me anymore it's okay and my kids have really good hair too like yeah yeah the jeans are strong (laughs) they're strong yeah they're I always say they're like redheads underneath because like in the sun (laughs) that's what my hair color is me too red underneath oh I love it yeah I love my hair color what color the hair does your mom have auburn yeah like a dark like a reddy brown Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. awesome it's so funny how that works like i think I know, it was I know. people always say that like the redhead gene is uh like disappearing and then mm-hmm. i read that's totally not true good <laughs> oh really yeah it's not true it's not like dying out that's know? good yeah i mean i oh. think if one of my kids was a partner with someone who had another recessive redheaded gene you know it might happen yeah, yeah my so one of my good friends from college she is also half filipino and half white and she married a white guy yeah. their first son 
is super is dark like her like olive skin dark hair their second son was like white and blonde and they called him the little white buffalo and then like their third son is just like the like middle of the gradient the like it's so funny I feel like it always happens that way they're like the third kid is like yeah. fully and it's so yeah. weird because I've seen that with a lot of families and then like I wonder if there is some kind of in some organizational dimension of like fate they there's like okay the three of us are gonna go in so you're gonna take the dark stuff you're gonna be the light one and i'll be right in the middle like you know like right soul contracts i mean probably yeah (laughs) i like i mean think so yeah i feel like my my two kids it's always meant to be two kids although i did feel a third wanting to come in and I, i had been told that I knew there was a little boy who wanted to come in and there was just like one day where I thought about it and I was like, I'm sorry, buddy. Next <laughs> lifetime. But like, but like, I think both of my kids look very much half. Uh, I, I hate saying half. Like, I think I was telling you this, Ashley, and I was like, I don't like saying half. I like saying both <laughs> because mm-hmm. oh, I, like I don't that. want anyone to feel like they're half anything. It's like totally. you're both you're taking both worlds and you are, you know, express you're that expression of both you know not that like no pressure (laughs) but like but they they both I always say like my my daughter this the way I see it this is so specific and it almost sounds like eugenics in a way it's like creepy but like the the top part of someone's head right like here and eyes and nose are usually from one parent and then the ears and the jaw are from Mm. the other parent so it's like, if you think of it almost like a puzzle and I, and I've traced that with a lot of people, it's such a re- random, like, I don't know, like I'm thinking about my kids and I, I kind of feel like that's true for my kids. Like, I think, I think that's so true. It looks very kids. much like Adam and with my eyes. Yes. Yep. And yes. Eyes and Mara nose. is just a carbon copy of you. Yeah. <laughs> Mars is kind of a carbon copy of me. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. At it's Easter. So we had like ev- like extended family, aunts, Nana, everybody, cousins was like over for our, at our house for Easter. And I overheard our aunt Megan, like talk to Nana and mom and Mara runs by and they're like, she's just like Ashley. <laughs> she's just like Ashley. She is I mean, I'm in for a wild ride. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I know m- mother daughter relationship is, yeah. Yeah, you're healing all of the things. You'll you'll be fine. You're doing so much healing at while she's young, like baby. It that it's like you're so far, like you're so far ahead of the game. (laughs) That's what that's what I'm like holding on to. Absolutely, (laughs) I'm like that's just going to create room for different traumas to come forward that I didn't have to deal with with Mm -hmm. my mom, which is fine because that means that's what needs to come. That's what needs to heal. But yeah. I mean that's also movement that's like mm-hmm. not stagnation that's all that's part absolutely. of the curse breaking right absolutely new new traumas <laughs> to deal with new traumas to deal with <laughs> on and the spiral of healing well, measured trauma because there's an awareness with it so it's mm-hmm. like here's a little taste of like little traumas you know totally just so you can experience it and come back from it and experience it and like we're here to help you come back from it in a way yeah, um, totally. because there's no way to avoid cool. and and you know it's like the other thing it's like you really I think that's what's so scary as a parent it's like you you can do all the things you know you're supposed to do get them into the right school get them into you know feed them the right foods 
but you know, you get them into the right school and then there's a little shithead sitting next to them that has like just right. zeroed in their, their bully focused energy on your child. Or, you know, it's like, so, so after a while, you're just kind of like, oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to try, or I'm not going to feel bad about, you know, because there's so much that it is out of your control and, and mm-hmm. it's so scary, but like the only thing you can teach them is just having that sort of like, I don't know, coping mechanism, coping mechanism mm-hmm. like flexibility, learning to be able to adapt. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, on my last podcast, I was talking about this show on uh, Netflix and I got the name wrong. I called it like on my own, but it's not called my on my own at all. Old enough, old enough. Old enough, yeah. I'm <laughs> young <watched> now. <laughs> I know. I'm young now. I know. I was like coming out with all these names. I was like, it's this show called I Am a Toddler and I, take, I pick up the fish from my father's boat and but, um, <laughs> yeah, I've watched a couple of them, and it's oh, is that super the one cute. with the little, little like toddlers are running errands or whatever? Yeah. Okay, I have not watched it's it, but pretty... I did see the Dude, the it's poster. Just so adorable and wild. <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't know if I can watch it because I'm like, I can. I would not never. We have a an Asian market that's like right down the road, and it's yeah. it's like maybe a half mile away. And I thought like. If Mara was perceptive enough on our walks around the neighborhood, she could 100% figure out how to walk to the Asian market and like buy herself Pocky or something. You know, like you should watch. Whoa. You should <laughs> but watch. But it freaks me out because it's like on a busy street also, and I don't want to think about. Well, the thing with that show is that it's like the toddler goes and does the errand, but they're being watched by like a bunch of cameramen. Well, yeah, you yeah, know, so yeah. like the per and it's Japan, so like. I don't think the kidnapping rate or like (laughs) fuckery rate in like Japan is as high as it is here. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I'm like, yeah, it's so weird (laughs) that these two-year-olds or whatever, these like four-year-olds. Yeah. There was one that was really, really young. I'm like, that was really young. I think the first one was really, really young. I'm like, wow, that's like two, nine, or I don't remember, not nine months. It was really young. Yeah. I was like, you're okay. That's it was like eleven or twelve or like eleven months or something or like yeah yeah or like super crazy yeah but you know I I just let my kids start going to the bodega (laughs) like literally across the street because there's like there's literally like people who are either meth heads or crackheads or something who like live on our street and they like steal Mm -hmm. all the packages but they like harass my my daughter. It's um, it's not like everyone must be horrified. It's it's okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we're all like aware of it. And but but she has to be and that I'm just kind of like, oh, we should be going and like living in the country somewhere. But then I'm like, yeah, but that's not safe for her either. <laughs> you know, like our family, especially in this country. I'm like, yeah, yeah let's be close to like lighting and <laughs> metropolitan area and you know. When did we move out of the house by the mall? When we Oh, it was um I was a freshman, so it was 2004. Okay, but so I remember very much go like walking to the mall and to Target with mm-hmm. Ashleen when we were must have been tiny children. No, we were I I was like 13, 10, I don't know, somewhere like that. So if you were 10, I was seven. seven. <laughs> that's young you know just walking and then I mean from the I and this was like the 90s like like early 2000s but and it wasn't a far distance to from our house to the mall it was farther to target 
but mm-hmm. we would do that all the time. But I'm like, I would <laughs> never ever let a seven-year-old walk to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> like that, thinking about it now, I'm like, what the fuck were we? We were not thinking. And mom had no, probably no idea. That we walked that far? Yeah. No, they knew that we went to the mall. They do. I hope so. They knew for sure. Ashlane's like, they knew. <laughs> Good. Older sister. I was like, I'm just walking to the mall. I'm pretty sure we got permission. Like, I don't think he just left. Well, I just, I feel like it was during the summer when yeah, mom yeah. was working. Yeah. And Evan must have been at daycare. So we were just like at home taking care of ourselves. Yeah. No, at that point, I was definitely in middle school. I don't think mom would have let us do that before I was in middle school, which I think I don't even know how old you're. I think you're like still 11. That's still 11. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I look at 11 year olds now and they're like, I'm like, no way is that walking to the mall by themselves. I have an 11 year old who can't ride a bike and a 13 year old who can't ride a bike because I am. Like the best mom ever. <laughs> I feel like so horrible about it. And I'm like, oh, just, and they're kind of like, it's, it's not going to happen at this point. I'm like, well, oh. it's weird because like when our mom grew up, she would ride her bike all the time all over San Diego. Yeah. Like they lived in Point Loma near um, SeaWorld and near the Naval Base. And they would like just go ride, ride to bike. the beach. Like, <laughs> so I feel like where they, yeah, like that, that, that wouldn't be that weird to I them know. letting us go for a walk. But now it has, it, I, I mean, it no feels way. like it's gotten more and more dangerous yes. as we've gotten older. I mean, with this, the trafficking, I feel like in our, especially in our area of like a, of the world, all over the yeah. place. And yeah, it's and like we I mean, lived off of I-5. Like we could have gotten stolen. So yeah. many, like thinking back on our route and stuff, <laughs> I'm like, man. I mean, like, are, are these people who are committing these crimes, are they just like more... I, it's almost like how did it get to this like how how come no it's idea. like they're just so brazen to just I mean I remember being on the subway in New York and I saw these like two burly men and there was a younger boy with them and the boy was a different race of from the men and I I was just like and he looked very disheveled and you know like I've seen, like, I keep an eye out for it and I'm like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, like, what, what would you do? And what if the person's yeah. like, this is my grandchild. Like, you'd want to be mm-hmm. a, I mean, right. not that I, not that we care about that shit anymore. Like, of well, course, but I'm not going to be polite, you, but. You probably have the experience of walking around with your children who look different from you where people are like, oh, who does are she, you? are those her kids? Is she, you know, so yeah. you can understand that, oh, maybe yeah. if, uh, you know it's not the the race is different or whatever there might be a different story and I I mean like our mom experienced that too she got asked all the time if we were adopted and she talks the nanny yeah yeah but (laughs) me and your mom can go over stories yeah you guys look alike I mean I'm I'm part of like some (laughs) you two guys look alike I'm part of some Facebook mom groups and like even in our area I see weekly there are moms posting about some creepy guys watching her and her kids out with the Walmart or the Target like it's even at Target it's not even just at the Walmart yeah. anymore it's which is Target is not safe Target. they've what taken Target <laughs> no <laughs> but yeah. it's like a real thing where yeah. people will watch and Pe- yep. women have been approached and they've had to watch their back when they're putting their child in their car seat be- you know because they'll see people it's yeah, just like it's, very dangerous yeah. and yeah it's, it's I mean I-5 the big um 
freeway that goes from Canada to New Mexico is like one of the top traffic um, places in the world or America or something. Mm-hmm. And so like all through Oregon, all of the rest stops have like, are you safe? Call this number if you need help mm-hmm. in like all of the bathrooms. I love Oregon. I know. <laughs> but it's like, what the fuck? It's scary. <laughs> so sad that it has to be a thing. Yeah. Like having to explain to your kids that people will steal you and right. not yeah. make them totally scared. I mean, my, I, oh, this is, I can't even. Ugh. So I'm like, my kids are, so my sister and I used to, my parents got divorced when I was like nine. My dad moved down to Virginia and he remarried and my sister and I would fly down and we'd fly down alone. And I know that my sister was at least like 13 and, and, you know, and I had been taught and my dad lives in Florida now. And we had been talking about it for the last couple of years about me just like putting the kids on a plane and sending them down to my dad. And, um, so we're doing it this year. And I mean, And I was like, I feel okay this year, but like years before I wasn't ready. So like, I'm a little bit, shit- well, I'm a lot shitting in my pants, but <laughs> you like they're on a company, but you can like go can to like the, the, yeah. Yeah. Like you can go to the gate with them. Thank God. Although, you know, again, like if I, when I go to the gate with my kids, people will be like, are you sure you're the parent? But like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I mean, but now that my kids are a little older, um, we don't get it as much. Cause I think they are with the four of us together. Like you, you get it, mm-hmm. but yeah. the four of us are rarely together and I'm going to post a photo of it, but um, <laughs> I'll show you. I don't know the if I showed moment. you the JC Penny photo shoot. <laughs> oh, I love this. Did I show this to you guys already? No. Why, I... ha- why have I zero memory? Um, well, this was an old one. Um, oh <laughs> my gosh. Oh my. And then we went to like recreate it and everyone was like, oh, I don't want to do this. But it came out. It was really funny. And my son, you'll see, completely refuses to smile. Like, oh my gosh. All the time. Look at his face. Oh my Zoom in gosh. on that. You but guys are so, so cute. cute. It's funny, but yeah, I think Ashley and I did tell you, like I, I used to get, uh, people would accuse me of being like a nanny who like fed squirrels in the park and goddamn nannies. And, and I'm like, uh, all right. Um, or people would just, people are just kind of really dumb and they come up to you and they're like, are your kids dad? Like, are there, is their dad Asian? And I'm like, <laughs> like really, you know, and you're like, it's yeah. really weird that you need to, to come up to a stranger in front of their kids who, you know, have you heard of like giving someone a complex? Have you heard about like, you know, like it's just because of your stupid curiosity because you haven't seen this before. It's like, (laughs) oh, I could tell you stories. (laughs) Oh, the most recent um, I can think of a couple years ago, we went to, we were in San Diego. My dad used to do traditional Filipino dance. There's like a Filipino dance company down there that my Lola, that our Lola is like, used to be the president of and was like very, very involved, involved in. in. And then like it. all of our cousins were in it and it was like a thing. So they were having like a anniversary party or something. Mm-hmm. So we went, we all went down and <laughs> well, we didn't all go down. It was my dad. It was me, my partner. And then I think Evan, my, our little brother was there. And so we're all walking into this event and I don't know where my dad was, 
but my Lola was like telling everybody who we were. And so Lola was like, oh, these are Elton's kids. And he goes, can I see a DNA test? <laughs> Lola said no, that? No, the, uh, the guy he was like introducing us to. Oh my God. And I was oh, like, what? what, I don't look, I don't look like you. You need a DNA test? And he was like, yeah, let me see. A D-. He was like, a, it was like a joke, you know? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, God. <laughs> don't say shit like that so that's cringy. so inappropriate I mean he's old and like the generation yeah. doesn't know and I'm not about to educate them and you know and it's like whatever it was just like oh, that's not <laughs> what you say Did you, yeah like just think about the impact just for a second right but yeah I mean I'm so, so glad that we're in a phase of people existing and just being more sensitive to the fact that like when you comment people on how they look, it's not, it's usually going to be problematic. Like, yeah. When you, when you make a comment about someone's looks, like in any way, shape or form, like, let me comment on something you had nothing to do with. Let me right. tell you how, let me share what I feel about how you look, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like so stupid. Yeah, I know. Let me I tell you how that. you look. <laughs> you want me to do that? I can do that. I know. I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But I am the bigger person. (laughs) Yeah. So I won't. (laughs) So I won't. I'm used to this. I'm like, I'm an old. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I mentioned this to, to you, Ashleen, that I, when my daughter was a baby, I was out at a restaurant and someone uh, asked me where I got her. Oh. Or they, they were telling me like about their friend who had adopted a child from Korea. And, but they were saying like, oh, she's so cute. And then they were like, my friend adopted a child from Korea. And I was like, why? I didn't even like occur to me. I was like, why is this person telling? Cause it was the beginning, <laughs> like right in the beginning. Now I'm used to it at this point. Yeah. yeah. I, was like, I was like, funny, what a random fact that she'd be telling me this. And he would be telling me this. And then he was like. Meanwhile, your body is still healing yeah. from the trauma that it has been through nine months. It was like, it was also around the time of the Jersey Shore and I wanted to be like, this is the situation. Like, <laughs> like, like freaking tiger stripes on my belly. Like, and he was like, then he leaned in and he was like, where did you get her? And I was like, you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> these tennis are for nothing. I know, right? I know, like these aren't falling on the floor for me. <laughs> Let me roll up my boobs, put them in <laughs> you really cannot win as a postpartum mom you are just a trashy trying to get through trying to make sure that two people stay alive and trying to make sure that your body can even you can figure out how to make it function correctly it is tricky and being and being surprised by it like who knew you needed to buy maxi pads for your bra like no one told you this like right it's not in any of the books not in any of the books no and then the whole medical system they just like give you a baby and shove you out of the wheelchair at the door like there is so such little support i'm surprised they don't give you a flyer to like sell your milk are you interested in making some money like now that you're a new mom seriously you know people will pay good money for your breast if you are a hyper producer (laughs) yeah i just gave people marketing ideas they're like yeah we actually stand outside of all the the birthing clinics yeah after with my daughter becoming a real ring (laughs) yeah no after my I had my daughter and I wasn't able to like I think I was able to nurse with her like I don't know maybe three months or so 
full time. And then I started to supplement, but I was able to find somebody who I knew from high school who had a child at the same time I had my child and she was a hyper producer. So I would like, and she would give me bags for free. We would, I would just buy her bags and she would give me bags of milk. So until for like, until my daughter was six months old, we did that. Cause I really wanted to get to that six month mark when their immune system was a little more developed. So that was kind of the goal. Yeah. But yeah, we totally used a hyper producer. Such a good and idea. And I remember a- that that was, that was always promoted. It's like so healthy for them to have that experience of other people's breast milk. Yeah. Like super healthy. Hmm. Yeah. I know it doesn't, it doesn't wild. sound like it. And it seems like, but it's actually like, this is what people That's did. For thousands. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. Right. Like the wet nurses, like right. the Roy or whoever would like have a baby. And then the wet nurse would like yeah. breastfeed them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I supplemented too. Uh, it's like you, you, you have to, I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just such, so demanding, like be just being Especially like a, work being at the same time. You know, oh I don't God. know when you went back to work, but that, whole no, I was like calling it. I'm like tapping out for a good two years. I was like, I'm like, I'm happy living in a shitty apartment. <laughs> I'm like, we're never going to own a house. Fine. <laughs> like I'll work when I'm like 50. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll earn it back. Totally. I was lucky with Theo. I had him married at the beginning of the pandemic. So then I just never went back to work and I still haven't, I mean, I've been able to do our work instead of someone else's work and it's been great. great. I mean, I worked in HR, so I had to make sure we had a milk, a breast milk room, like at Mm -hmm. the office. And I would see like women coming in and, and just with their machines, like the pump, you know, (laughs) I know the pump and I'm just like, like, God, Men have no idea like what your body is taken over because it needs to be consumed and used for only for care. And it's like, people have no fucking idea what it, yeah. And, and I feel like, I feel like moms need to get more loud about it mm-hmm. because you're so, it's such an insecure time because mm-hmm. everyone's kind of telling you how to do things and well, and it's wild because it's like you're stuck in the state of, okay, I'll, I just need to make sure that my baby is alive and, you know, and when you're in that like survival mode, you can't even sometimes, I can't even sometimes articulate what I need in the moment because I'm just like busy. <gasps> and then they yeah. say, well, moms, why don't you ask for help? And then the moms ask for help and they're like, okay, here's, here's a mother's day. We'll give you a holiday yeah. to make you feel like you did great. And it's like, okay, but that's not helping me. Since I am providing the new workforce, you <laughs> need to pay me. Totally. <laughs> like, I mean, the pay leave in, I know that like uh, one of Alan's cousins in, in Toronto, she had paid leave, paid leave for like a year or mm-hmm. and her husband did too. Like it was, or yeah. I'm probably getting it wrong, but it's like, how do we not have that in this fucking country? I mean, please, I know. Like we just elected, <laughs> we just came off of electing like Donald Trump. So obviously we have no idea. But as the new business owner and the new boss, I would like to provide maternity leave to anybody who needs it. Yeah. So <laughs> with our billions of dollars. Yeah, with the billions of dollars that I'm gonna make with whatever businesses I'm there's, creating. But there's gotta be some kind of strategy where when this happens you have like two people who can train into it you really have some you you like pull in support 
for this one person. Like it's, we're so far. You have nine months to prepare. Yeah, exactly. And to train somebody, you know? Yeah. I don't, there's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like they don't want us to 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 leave work because we're having babies, but they are forcing us to have babies now. So <laughs> like <laughs> what and, and but oh, we're not going to help you like take care of this baby and men have, you know, like a free pass to leave, but the women have to be stuck with everything and and then you get fired because you had a baby and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like yeah, it's that shit goes i mean people think that that's against the law but i'll tell you something everybody if you haven't worked for corporate america before or in a long time i mean they have their ways of pushing people out it's basically psychological warfare uh on a new mother and there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. wouldn't you be happier wouldn't you be happier there's a lot of that there's a lot of like coaxing and real bullshit that goes on it's like if people That's think why that people follow the rules. <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, I really admire people who stand up and make that choice because yeah. you, you're not succumbing to this. I mean, again, like I know that I succumb to, to pressure. Um, I mean, I'm not, I don't regret it. And I'm ha- happy that I had kids, but like, I, I didn't know that I wanted kids forever. Yeah. Like I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. but it's no one's fucking business especially like yeah. at work and stuff like you never right. talk to someone about that you just yeah. you don't know what people have been through you don't know what people are trying for you don't know what people it's just like just don't just mention lost. it just like the way people yeah. look yeah. just don't mention it you like, just don't don't need, don't to. need to yeah <laughs> <laughs> are we like how long are we oh wow oh it's eleven twenty-one. Ooh. <laughs> wow <laughs> we're a long pod we're a long form podcast anyway i love the long form i love the long form i only started doing (laughs) i only started doing the shorter form because i was like i want to make put music in it too and then it takes a lot longer (laughs) so i'm like okay but yeah i like that you put music and things inside of your podcast i think that's super fun yeah i'm i am i want to do that all the time it was like my dream again like winona Ryder. like <laughs> do it live your like, dream no I literally live your you're dream. winona what writer <laughs> ours is wayne's world we're wayne's world we grew oh, up watching yeah. wayne's world and we like realized very quickly like we are now wayne and garth we're sitting on a couch oh my god you, I, are you know wayne like garth. we're wayne and garth oh my god wayne, wayne garth, garth. <laughs> It's been long decided. Yeah. You have drumsticks? Can you get some? Um, have- our dad plays the drums. Yeah. So yes. Oh my god. I, here. I was yeah. I played Garth for like a camp play. I'll have to send you a photo. Love that. Yeah. I like to play. <laughs> Thanks. I like to play. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I gosh. love weird, oh. obscure Wayne's World quotes. The best. Hello, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you when I lived on the East Coast, I was took a bus from Where did New you York, live? Uh, New York City. Oh, I lived okay. in New York City for. Uh, I went to FIT for oh, school nice. for two years. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it was an experience for yeah. sure. But my mom was doing had a work thing in. Um, dc and so i took a greyhound from new york to dc and we stopped at a delaware 
rest stop, which was the like one of the fanciest rest stops. The East Coast has like they have such the best rest stops. rest stops. But the Delaware one, I was like, I was my friend was with me, and I was like, Brooke, take a picture of me or take a video. And I stood in front of the Delaware sign, and I was like, Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> It was just like the most necessary thing I had to do on the drive. So that is like it was awesome. I, can you send me a picture or video, please? I I, I'll to try to find it. I'll try to find it. Or like, I got a gun. Let's go to a Broadway show. <laughs> you know how so funny be, you want to. You know you want to lay me oh, past God. the pork mahalo. <laughs> I, I want. I was thinking about showing them Wayne's World, and I was like. I don't know like I don't know I if it's it. a smart thing but it's so funny you were talking about rust stops and on the east coast yesterday I was driving my son to a soccer game and it was like an hour away of course because you know it's really important um that all my time goes to soccer I don't have any time to do it <laughs> but um there was a rest stop and it was because we we're in New Jersey it was the John Bon Jovi rest stop nice I was like, I was like he's still alive like I, I don't and then it's like yeah, the Grover Cleveland. I was like, this is, how did they pick that? that? <laughs> anyway. Oh my gosh. I love so that. I, um, I love you guys so much. I, I just I, like, I, I feel like we just need to keep making these appointments just so we can see each other and talk to each other. I know it's so fun. I know it's so fun talking to you. I, I love so it. Fun. I, and yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Galactic family for sure. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Through the, through the, through the, through the crystalline ether. The lens, the camera. Yeah. The zoom. Well, tell us, or, well, I just want to make sure that we are covering everything, but is there anything that you guys are working on that you want to kind of mention or anything coming up? Um... Ashley and I are involved in a dispensary training program company. We've created um, a business that makes dispensary training programs for bud tenders. Cool. Um, so if you are in a state that is legal or will be legal or has medical or whatever, and you have a dispensary and you need some training, <laughs> follow Take Root Dispensary <laughs> Training on Instagram. Take Root, no, it's at Take Root Dispo Training on Instagram. Or just com. read it right below yeah exactly <laughs> no, it's been super fun do, like developing these training programs you know i worked in the industry we both smoked weed for years i mean we've we've talked about weed before on the show and yeah we just like identified this whole this whole gap in the industry that nobody's talking about training and when they are talking about training it's all like boring compliance stuff but mm. ours is very specifically about like how you use your knowledge to help your customer find what they're looking for. Yes. Your customer service and education leaning. So yeah, so we're, our waiting list is open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if anybody out there owns a dispensary and wants some training to support their bartenders, yeah, hit us up. Awesome. Oh my God, this is great. So all the information is gonna be down in the show notes and also on the video as you are watching it. Yay. And um, yay, and so anyone in New Jersey, we just, you know, we just went we legal. Just we all just on 420 or 421, maybe. No, 
Yeah, 421, I think it was like. Oh, boo. Yeah, right? <laughs> let the, let the, the legacy market have one more day. <laughs> Give them one more 420. But we are getting, um, they have approved a cafe here. So there's yes! a place called, I, I think it's called Medusa, Medusa Lounge or something like that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll be hitting up New Jersey pretty soon. I know. Totally. Yes, please. Well, I will host you. Okay. Yes. yes. For sure. Yay. All right, you Thank guys. you.